The Morning Impact is a weekly podcast which is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 10 a.m. and you are now listening to the audio portion of this interview. If this is your first time listening, please subscribe to this podcast as it is quickly evolving. I'll be producing additional content every week that includes speaking assignments and presentations I give and also some unique podcast-only business topics that you won't find on Instagram, YouTube, or anywhere else. Thank you again for listening in. Get yourself a nice cup of joe or whatever you fancy and have a great day. So we got episode uh, 18, I believe. We got some fun stuff going on this week. And um, got some fun stuff going on New Bern. Of course, this is the new Morning Impact podcast. Uh, if you didn't listen in last week um, or listen to the podcast yet. Um, yeah, what was your reason for uh, renaming? Yeah, so just a quick recap in case you know people probably didn't. Um, a couple things. The Bear City Show was sort of like a placeholder name for me. It was just kind of like, hey, I'm turning this video interview thing into a podcast. And I needed like a name for it. So it was kind of like, this is what it'll be called. Because I needed to name it something on iTunes and other places. I could have just, it had to have a title to it, you know. Right. But I didn't like it, and so the morning impact for me sounds more like a thoughtful show. Like it's like there's a like it also is like plays a little homage, like Wake Up San Francisco from Full House. Like I'm a big Full House fan, but anyways. Um, So for me, it was kind of like, hey, here's like there's like a there's a personality to the show now. I guess okay, there's a personality to it. The other thing to it is it also I felt gave me the ability now to do more than just a weekly interview. So when I do coaching sessions with people or when I do um, oh, you're right. live speaking events, uh, like I have a speaking event that I did over at Morgan's uh, a couple weeks ago for the uh, Craven leadership team. Mm-hmm. So I can put that as a podcast entry. Um, it's just all different things about an impact on your business, right? And so that was, and it pays a little more homage to why I created the my company, Bear City Impact, in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just, I guess, I just thought it was more fitting. It fit better. Okay, it was a better fitting pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, so today uh, we're continuing on the weekly guests, of course, and so I have uh, Javier Sidibus. Cinebus, there you go. Cinebus. Yeah. Okay, I got it right this time. You got it. By the way, I meant to not do this live. Right. I, was gonna, I meant to do this off the books, but since we're live, it'll be fun. So I told you I have a friend of mine who's Venezuelan. She's right. a photographer now in uh, Florida, Naples. does very well. Uh, Newbeck photographers. And I told her you were coming on. She told me to tell you. This is Venezuelan slang, so uh-huh. I hope I'm getting it right. She said, Epa Chamu. Epa Chamu. Chamu, okay, yeah, all right. Chamu. Yeah, I know Apa is like also in Portuguese. It's kind of like a guy. So like, what 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 does that slang really mean? Apa is like what's up or like um, yeah, like what's up basically. What's up? And yeah. Cha- and Chamu is a very uh, Venezuelan way to describe like guy, like guy, like okay. dude. Got basically, it. dude. Got it. And then Chama with an A at the end would be like dude, I guess, like you know. Like a lady or something. A girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like in Portuguese, like Apa, like we used to say Apa. Right. Like that was just sort of like, ah, come on, guy. Like that was sort of just like the slang of it. Basically. Right, right. So I kind of picked it up from that, but I wasn't sure what the chamo or chama. Chamo is, is just a it's just a Venezuelan thing about like um, girl and guy. Chamo, chamo. Yeah. 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 Got That's it. That's awesome. Got it. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, so this is uh, this is Javier, man. So I discovered Javier like uh, I don't know, like a month ago or something like that, and um, I discovered him. Like I say, discovered as if like I brought him to market or something. But, yeah. um, <laughs> we, we connected. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I connected with him like a month ago, and I found out that he makes uh, bass amps here in Newburn. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like I'm kind of like an amateur acoustic guitarist. Um, I have a little amp, and I was like, wow, I'm like. There's like a manufacturer here in Newburn, so I thought it was kind of cool. And uh, so we connected, and like Javier couldn't have been more excited to be on this show, which absolutely it's flattering for me because it's like a show in my own world in these like four walls here. But yeah, he was super excited to come on, so um, so I'm so glad that that you're on this morning. Same He's here. also a huge coffee drinker, yep. loves coffee. You gotta be if you're Venezuelan. You you already had coffee yeah, in the morning, right? To. Yeah. Yeah. Two. So this is You've my had third two. One. This is yeah. your third one? It's just like water. Your third one by ten. Wow. Yeah, wow. Why That's not? intense. You you don't get heartburn or nothing? I may. I don't know. You maybe you're just like I don't know, maybe, maybe I just do it. I'm used to it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So for me, unless it's like under fifty degrees outside, I, I sweat. It comes with it, and we deal with it. It's yeah. fine. It's Some fine. people actually say that uh, the hot coffee is actually better in the heat. I mean, obviously, I mean, like in Venezuela, I mean, I guess if you're drinking hot coffee, I mean, it's 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 relatively hot there most of the time. I mean, I, a lot's changed since I've been there. I mean, I left in 2004, 2002, I'm sorry. Um, a lot's changed since then, but I don't remember drinking cold coffee ever. Or like you know, like you have your cold brew here. Yeah. Like I don't remember that at all. Well, it's funny because like in New England, you know, I mean, coffee is like they, they, you know, they have like the New England roast. Like that's a that's a kind of roast, you know. Right. Not only do we own NFL, we also own coffee. Oh no! Um, Be careful now. <laughs> well, but, uh, you, you, you kind of do, but. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, but like iced coffee is huge. I mean, right. In the dead of winter. Like it could be negative ten, snowing out on the way to work. It's like we're getting a nice coffee. Right. I mean, we don't. We just don't. Drink. You don't drink hot coffee over there. Yeah, there's a lot of people that drink hot coffee, but iced coffee is very, very popular. That's interesting because I'm the opposite. Like when they ask me cold or hot, I'm like, what kind of question okay. is that? Like hot. Yeah, iced yeah. coffee is extremely popular in New England. Unless it's a cold, cold brew like nitro stuff that's uh yeah cold brew started getting popular just because the industry it got popular in the industry but yeah iced coffee just making hot coffee icing it down getting iced that dunks like there's a morning thing for like many people i gotta try that in now. fall river there's more dunk far over massachusetts there's more dunkin donuts in one small city than anywhere oh, else yeah, in the world yeah. i grew up in dunkin donuts really yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's like i would say probably about every six blocks there's a dunkin I love Six their coffee. Six yeah, yeah, that's, that's a whole lot of Dunkin' Donuts. Are you a Starbucks fan or no? Um, I used to be until I discovered the mocha uh, latte in Dunkin' Donuts one morning with my daughters. And, uh, I mean, I'm not going back. That's my favorite now. That That's what you like now, yeah. Yes. I, don't know, I, I can't stand Starbucks. And I see all, all kinds of people... Standing in line, little soccer moms, which is going to sound a little stereotypical. <laughs> you see these 90-pound soccer moms with a boatload of kids and, you know, six-ton SUV. Right. Standing in line, and by each one of them, a $5 coffee drink, you know? They, uh, I'm telling you, man, their branding yeah. is it's outstanding. They uh, they sell awesome coffee, but their their image is is flawless. That's what mm -hmm. they sell. So, um, well, the CEO was, gonna, was, was talking about running for uh, president. I thought the Starbucks that. CEO? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I'll, I'll vote for him. I don't think we'd ever see a celebrity as a president. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I get discounted coffee for my election choice. <laughs> uh, hey, man, so why don't, you, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Cinebus Amps. Right. So uh, I, I see you got your uh, your sport and your branding right on your hat there. there you I go. got your branding, actually. It's in back of you. You can't see it. Uh, the but camera, thanks but... for doing that, by the way. Yeah, that man. Was, I, that was I, really I, cool. Putting up my, yeah, he, he added to my sticker wall over here a couple of weeks ago. I was real excited. So, yeah, so tell us about your amp company. So um, so we're uh, we're a very small business. We um, When I say we, it's basically my two daughters, my wife and I. You put uh, your two daughters right. to work? Well, they... Without their support, there's <laughs> I no said way. Very judgmentally, I don't right? Know. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. I mean, without their support, it would be impossible. Obviously, you know they. Plus, they decorate my my workbenches and stuff like that. They That's go cool. with a sharpie and they decorate it. So, um, you know, so it's uh, we basically operate in my house. So I have a small shop in my house, and I have a. A studio, um, basically a frog studio, and that's where I do most of my um, the um, uh, electronic assembly and the testing. But um, we've been uh, up and running since 2018, I think. Yeah, February 2018, and started actually selling two months ago. So the first chunk of the time that we've been um, live as a company basically we have been just doing a lot of research and and making sure that we understand what the market needs what the market it's is calling for and and try to solve those things before we actually start selling so how do you differentiate yourself from the pvs and yamahas and all that so uh, uh, that's a great question i get that all the time not like i talk to a lot of people all the time but when i do that's the first question that comes out um uh, we basically what we did was we we put out there a survey and we asked a community mm. of bass players across the United States like what are your just name your top five problems mm. like what are the things that you want to see change um, first one was these things are big these things are heavy and they all look the same basically those were the top three so aesthetics were important to them huh it's funny it was more important than tonality like. Wow. Tonality came like 11 or 10th or something like that. It was it was very interesting because I would have thought it was going to be like, yeah, we're looking at something between these ranges or whatever. But a it, lot of them use it for, for live music, though, I imagine. A lot of the people use them for more like a monitor kind of deal. They want to they wanna not only hear themselves, but they want to feel what they're putting out. Okay. So before the – at the same time that the crowd is listening through like a, a house system. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 bassist want to hear what he or she is actually playing out there. Got it. And I say she because there's a ton of female players and it's really really yeah. cool to watch. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's what we focused on is just uh, identifying what were the problems out there that that or conceived problems. They're really not problems. They're just conceived problems by the 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 um, the, the target market and then try to solve them for them so um so we are we have very compact equipment um very lightweight equipment everything that we use is lightweight equipment um and so how did you make it lighter than than like a pv basically you gotta have the magnets for the, for the right. right exactly that's a huge chunk of the weight yeah. but uh so we use neodymium um 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 magnets basically the speakers are neodymium and uh, so neodymium are smaller than what like a traditional amp might use they're they're actually so ferret ferrite is what the what the typical magnet is and yep. those are very dense they, they may take a little bit of space but they, they're very dense and they're very heavy got it 
So, I mean, the difference is in pounds. I mean, Got significant wow. reduction okay, yeah. in weight. Um, I imagine the neodymium are more expensive or... They are. Yeah. They are. They're, but, but it makes it lighter weight, though. Right. But it's, I mean, it's almost like making something like out of titanium versus steel. Right. Sure. Right. Right. You're going to pay a premium on that, but then you're also... It takes the same amount of mass, but the but the sheer weight is... is correct. That's Got it. Perfect description. So, it takes the same volume, <laughs> but it, it's less dense, so it weights less. Got um, it. Um, so yeah, it's, what about your cabinetry? Did you go with air core or something? Or so it, we actually use uh, tropical um, no void panels. So with like very very lightweight wood, huh? um, not and, cheap pine sand and plywood like I made that cabin out of. Like you star somewhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> like nine dollars. <laughs> and they uh, that they're. They're very, they're not very expensive, but they, they, you do pay a premium for it. But at the end of the day, you're putting a, a, a product that it's, it's serving a purpose and that's what people want it. Yeah. And you want someone to have this thing last probably for 15 right. or 20 years or something, you know, if not longer. Absolutely. Yeah. I would yeah, love Yeah. You want to be changing the cabinet out, you know, in five years. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, so you, you do like custom electronics then or, or, or. So no. So the, the electronics piece that we do is basically your, um, your input and your kind of like a crossover combination and then your speakers as far as the amplification piece um and effects we're right now in the middle of um developing that hopefully for 2021 is when we'll have it ready so we can go to nam so i don't know a whole lot about building speakers in fact one of the only things i know about building speakers is depending on the size of speaker and the wattage you know you need a certain amount of air volume mm -hmm. in the box right so is that something you already were familiar with or did you have to kind of learn and research like all the properties and mechanicals that go into building a speaker basically? Um, wow. Because I guess my point is it's one thing to like I'll build a box with five sides, mm -hmm. put a speaker in it, mount it, put the back on it, call it a day. It's, but to make it sound good, part of it from right. what I gather is literally how much airspace is left in the cabinet like – uh, one of my buddies that I used to work with that made uh, speaker custom speaker cabinets for cars. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to fill like the whole back of a trunk, you couldn't just like you had to block off on the inside of that box because there'd be too much air. Is my mm -hmm. point, you know? Right. So it's all about resonance, basically. So in uh, how much air you actually exchange, and particularly for bass amplification. It's uh, it's a little bit more. It's not that it's not important for electric guitars. Is that the when you manage lower frequencies, it is a lot more. Um, um, I think it's more imperative. More insensitive, right. maybe. Right. So so yeah. So we have to. There's a there's plenty a bunch of softwares out there that you can that you can buy and or you know online modulate uh, things that you can actually do online. Sure. So you can calculate depending on some. Uh, some of the specification on your on you know of your speaker, then it will kind of throw out what is the optimal volume uh, volume in, oh. in space okay. that your speaker needs to be. And then the the tricky part is to make sure that once you achieve that cut, I'm sorry, once you achieve that volume, it's also not create any other frequencies. So how to tune up the cabinet so when you're blasting like 30 hertz in a low B string. You're not just making some other noise that doesn't need to be there. Hmm. 
It's uh, it, so do you have to tune them once you're all done to see right. sure they don't have any? You tune every one of them, right? You have, like yeah, you have to because if not, then then like I said, you you're gonna be playing and you're gonna have this rattle, and that's what tuning really means. Is just make sure that you don't it, you don't put out there an unwanted noise, basically. You want a flat response all the way up to right across the scale. You, you what you want is right. So you you don't want to have any disturbances that are created by the material that you're using to create right. the box. Right. So there was a there was some that I kind of learned with a friend of mine in in Venezuela that used to do like sound for for cars, and some of that came from there when I was like 15 or something like that. But then, but most of the the very little that I still know about this is just just researching. I bought several books and just getting in in the middle of that. Hmm. And forcing my way in it. That's it. What made you want to get into like, because I mean, I know where you work now. I mean, you, you have a mm-hmm. sort of what I call like a nine to five kind of, you know, job. Right. Um, like, which I'm taking I mean, other half than, day vacation today. Was that? I'm taking half day vacation. Oh my goodness. Oh, I didn't even yeah. know that. No, my boss knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I, 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 yeah, I get, I didn't realize you were taking time off to come here. Absolutely. Like, I really, really appreciate it now. My goodness. Yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, other than the fact that maybe you saw, maybe, I don't know, were you like playing bass and then you're kind of like, I don't yes. like the way this thing sounds or something like. Yeah. So I started playing bass, gosh, like when I was 20 or something like that it was later on. I should have started earlier, but I, I, I did play bass and I was playing for a local um, bass, which I, I actually think you should have them in your show. They're, they're really, really good. What, Sounds what, good. A local band? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I was playing for Caffeinated Soul Boogie. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They played right down here. Yeah, yeah they were oh, really good. Yeah, we 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 played down here a couple of times. They have a new base. Were you here now. on the Art Walk a couple months ago in August? No, I wasn't there one the, the year. Before oh, okay, that. yeah, because yeah. uh, that was when I uh, I'm gonna say discovered. That's when I first saw them. Derek the and Art Daria. Walk in August. I'm not sure what yeah. their names were. That, we were just we were drinking yeah. wine and passing by. So <laughs> Derek Moore and and, and Daria Yeager, they're they're father daughter duo. But then they added um, bassist and drummer. And, yeah, I thought they were really good. Oh, they're great. They're yeah, phenomenal. The sound is really unique. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. We made sure we wrote down the name and then we checked. We they were playing it for seven. You, you should definitely have them over. They're they're great, great talent, man. Uh, That's a great idea. You know, because I've I've been looking for. <laughs> other guests other than people that like own a business right you know i've been looking for other personalities and other you know topics around so yeah i think maybe inviting like a local band and kind of like because oh, they have to market fun. themselves they're great they're man yeah, yeah you know so yeah. uh that's a great idea man i appreciate that i'm You're gonna, very I'm gonna welcome. email them uh today yeah they're, they're they're awesome people i love them um and yo so i started I was, so, yes you were playing with them i was playing with them and then as as we were playing we were um you know the venues that we were playing were getting a little bit louder and i started looking for bass amps and and cabinets and and then i was like listen i mean i can probably make one a lot cheaper <laughs> than i can buy one and then I started doing that, and I was like, okay. Then I started talking to certain artists around here, and they're like, they they were interested, and sure. it just grew from there. So it started like it's just basically me trying. And you to, really only been you said you've only been actually selling them. Like you took your first sale like only a couple months ago. Or a something. couple months ago, yeah. yeah. That, I think just gets crazy, <laughs> and it, it's crazy. Cause it just we, seems like you're so much like further along the road. We've been nothing but blessed, man. It's been it's been an awesome. Uh, the last six months has been like one blessing after the other and, um, and being able to connect with few people in the, in the industry that are 
you know, top-notch musicians. So that actually gained us some visibility as well. Yeah. T- tell me a little bit. Um, I noticed on Instagram recently you were posting some pictures at different venues, and you said that you were taking a you took a trip last week. I'm not sure if that mm-hmm. was right. for your aunt business. I'm glad or... you're bringing it up because I love these people. They're yeah. great, great. Absolutely. All right, cool. So yeah, so tell me a little about this trip, <coughs> or either I don't know if it was involved with the trip or just. Right. The stuff that you've been posting on Instagram at these venues. Oh, absolutely. So there, I use my... And, and his Instagram, by the way, is... Uh, Sinobus Amp. S-I-N-O-S. Uh, S-I-N... Why don't you just spell it, man? It's S-I-N-O, B as in boy, A-S, A-M-P. Yeah, I, I'm just... I'm iterating that in case you're just listening only and just, you're not watching the... Just uh, like this. Yeah, on, on Facebook Live, there's a... Little thing that shows your handle there, but if you're listening, so it's S I N O B A S A M P. Right, got it. Perfect. Um, So last week we went to DC to this venue called the Hamilton in DC. It's beautiful place, great food, great vibe, and um, we went there to see um, a band called Midnight North, and they're a band uh, based in San Francisco. The bass player Conan uh, Conor O'Sullivan is phenomenal bassist and. He has two 115 cabinets that I made for him. Okay. And so they're two separate cabinets. They're two separate cabinets, one on top of each other. Um, his his uh, Instagram is at Unicorn Heads. Okay. Um, <clears throat> he's a phenomenal producer. He's a phenomenal bassist. Um, this guy is a serious talent. So we went over there to deliver the two new units and then just get to hang out with the band. That's, that's, that's a nice cool. part. So, and we made it a family trip. So. That's awesome, man. How did, how did he hear about you, or how did you guys know each other? I contacted him. I I straight up went to his manager and I said, "Hey, we have because I've been following them for a while because it's the kind of music that we were playing with uh, Caffeinated Soul Boogie." Mm-hmm. Um, so I was following them for a little bit, and um, and I reached out to him. I said, "Hey, you know, we would like to sponsor you, and we would like to you know put our our product out there." And this is a band that tours constantly, so they do. 250 something shows a year and they yeah i mean they're in wow. they're they're at, the, at a point where they they have big things coming they really do um how many times did you have north is called? midnight north okay. yeah how uh, many times did you have to contact the, uh his manager it was once just it once was, it was once and he's a he's a mesa artist as well so mm-hmm. he has uh, mesa boogie which is a phenomenal uh brand as well and i love them um i'm a big fan of them um, What's Mesa Boogie? They make uh, uh, bass and, and guitar amplification equipment. So they're competitor. I wish we uh, could compete one day, but they're phenomenal. They're outstanding products. So he's a he's a, um, um, he's a, one of their artists. But I contacted him and he wanted to do the cabinets with us and keep the head with Mesa until we have a man, uh, head. I just love that you did that though. I, I was asking <coughs> how many times it took to contact him. Cause, I mean, you're you're creating a product, right? And so, I mean, you're, it's kind of like you really need to get people to know that this thing exists. Right. And so, uh, I admire the hustle there because, you know, <laughs> I find that like a lot of people today, because you have the internet. Right. I cannot explain to you how many times I meet with a business owner that's struggling with a website. And they're like, well, I, know, I put up this website, I made a Facebook page, and, you know, I, I post this stuff on Instagram. It's like, Okay, and then and it's then, like right, that's like right. the base. 
that's the equivalent of like 20 years ago like i just got my business cards it's like okay you need to hand that business right, card right. out absolutely you know but so many people like just assume that you just make a website and it's like they will come it's like a field of dreams right right you know and it's not and there's a component there where you need to hustle mm-hmm. and either be a salesperson or just do cold outreach or whatever when you're starting up right right you know i mean at some point obviously you hope that people are going to be like I heard this thing. I saw this amp. It's happening. I yeah. want that. I'm right. gonna reach out to him. Right. But when you're start, you know, when you're starting, you know, for that matter, you're gonna reach out to people that you think would be a good fit, and you're right. just gonna hustle that. You know. Right. That's what I'm saying. I admire that because most people are just gonna. I'll just put this up here. I got some. Yeah, Whether it's a product happens. or it could be a service as well. Right. A lot of it is the service based people. You know, they just assume that like, oh, I'm gonna start this thing up. I offer this service and. Who's going to run to me because there's a need in right. the industry? Like no right. one knows you're there, though. You know. It, it, that, thanks. That that's awesome. I'm glad that, that you see that. That is really good. Um, we it, it, the funny part is like it really came out of like love for this band. Like they're a really good band, and I'm like I really uh, as a fan of the band. I'm like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. we have this product, and it worked out flawlessly. Before that, um, and it's a local band, which I think you guys, that, that'll be another awesome band for you guys to have here, is the, um, the Bipolar Express. I'm sure you guys have heard of this. They're, I mean, you're, you're, you're the, the local music guys. So I don't, I've oh, never Bipolar heard. Express, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so the, those guys are for now. So Wick, uh, the bass player, um, and he's a local luthier who we talked about last time when you were talking about your Oh, he's your the guitar. guy that told me to take my guitar to him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, so uh, he was, the, he was actually the first artist that I, 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 I contacted because if there's somebody in town that knows what anything about, I mean, knows about bass guitar, sure. it's this guy. So um, he he and the band have been they 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 all have been amazing and receptive. So they're actually playing. They play just about every Saturday uh, around here, Blackbeard, right? Yeah. And you can see our product that he's he's got a two ten and a one fifteen stack. It, it's of yours. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Beautiful, beautiful stuff, and he's phenomenal bassist, man. He, That's awesome, man. He puts me to shame. <laughs> so, so did you supply him with the head as well? Or no, just, just the cabinet. Okay. So the heads, it takes a lot. Of, first, takes a lot of time to develop um, because it's an actual electronic component, yeah. and the certifications and the manufacturing supply chain has to be all figured out, and that takes not only time but a lot of capital. So. Yeah. So that's what we're hoping for 2021 to be having. So you're hoping to like really rock it out in 2020. 2020. Build up capital to then right. build, build your own head. That's, that's the plan at this point. That's, a, and yeah. that, that's, another, that's another thing I admire is to have a, a, like a future goal. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I, my goals are a little different and some of them are short term, but some of them are long term. Right. You know, but I do have three or four year goals and, you know. 2020 goals and stuff but take I get, over the world yeah like and i'm not saying I, I don't i don't do everything I, I i really i only do a couple things right i think most of the stuff i i do wrong and i just learn from my mistakes but i do when i'm talking about like a startup right because you're very mm-hmm. much in the startup you know part right now so i think i'm still very startup as well i mean i've been in business for a year and a half and some people assume that's established but i think a year and a half is still very startup yeah um but anyways um can I interject? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, um, like, what what's your like marketing strategy? I mean, 
How do you reach? Very organic. Uh, we uh, uh, that's something that I really am enjoying is the word of mouth. If you look at all the people that have contacted us and we have been able to get in touch with, it's nothing but word of mouth. It's just a satisfied customer after another one. So that so right and it it's got to change at some point in time. So right now because it's a it's a startup and and I only have X amount of capacity to build at a specific rate. Right. I cannot afford to disappoint people and and put out there a very aggressive marketing campaign. You can only take so many orders right now, right? Because I, I can't supply them. So right now we're focusing on just making sure that we're like you know face to face with 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 the people that contact us and give them a prime you know product, and then they can refer us to other other um, businesses. I guess. So it's basically, you're glad handing and chicken hands. And, Absolutely. And, and that, and that's why we go, like, uh, I was on the road uh, yesterday as well, and the day before, <laughs> and went to South Carolina to uh, uh, see my, my favorite bass player in the world. Um, he was out, out, an amazing bass player. He plays all over the world. Um, and he's a, an amazing recording artist as well. So he's playing one of our equipment as well. So I was there to deliver uh the equipment and and got to meet him and fantastic many, guy how many different uh i won't say how many amps have you sold because some people you sold like two or three two mm -hmm. so how many different people have you sold how, how many people are using your amps right now i guess um right now we have somewhere around uh, i want to say 12 artists and most of them are local so um, 12 and just like in just basically a couple mm -hmm. months right I and mean, that i think that's respectable i mean you got that's probably Thanks. about one a week, I guess. A little, yeah, a little it, more than one much, a week. Well, much. my wife would tell you week, that but it might be two amps in a week because, like you said, there's some that have the two one by fifteen boxes mm -hmm. or something. So, right. so one a week, I get. You know, I would say that's that's pretty respectable. I would mm -hmm. say. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, it's it's been nonstop since that the the moment we went live with our website and we started using Instagram to project. Um, the image and the branding, it's been nonstop. So you're, you're still working at nine to five right now. So I'm going to call this like what I'll call a side hustle. I mean, it obviously is totally. this is, this is your future thing that you want to do. Right. Um, how are you managing your nine to five plus you get an order and mm -hmm. I imagine you can't just make it in one day, right? It probably takes you probably the whole week, I would say mm -hmm. to, to make, you know, this amp. And so you got two kids, family, side hustle work mm -hmm. coffee that you need to drink all day right that, so how uh, do you manage it all um that well i think well it depends on who you ask but i think well uh i work a lot of uh, midnights you know i just work until mid work? midnight um my my employer is mowing we make oh, okay. faucets yeah we're off the street uh, okay. up the street um um Shout out to my people, mom. Mm -hmm. um, but then I come home and it's just spend time with the girls and either go do your soccer practice, whatever we were doing, softball, which the seasons are ending now. But so that's another component then too, because right. it's not just like you're going home and right. eating dinner or something. I mean, there, there's activity, there's family right. activities to do. So I try to, I, and, and then you don't want to bother the, the the neighbors as well. So so all the milling and all the stuff, cutting the wood and all that, that have to do. I do it. Try to do it early, early in the afternoon, so then everybody can go to bed peacefully, and then do most of the assembly that I, that is not noise required at night. So until like I pull a lot of midnight wow. work, and then during the weekends I try 
I mean, I've lately since we've had build after build after build, I've had to put a lot of time during the weekend doing that. Yeah. So, um, and, and what what time do you get up to go to work in the morning? Uh, I typically wake up around like six o'clock. Yes, I mean, you're getting probably like five hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's worth. I mean, it's worth it. I love it. There's nothing else that would rather be doing. There really isn't anything else I would rather. You're be energized doing. from what you're doing. Absolutely, not the sleep. I'm I'm motivated. Yeah. By the the validation that we as a company have gotten from the base community, the base playing community. You're just like I, I can't even go to bed right now. You're just like I gotta I gotta keep building. Well, some some <laughs> nights I'm like, you know what? I gotta go night night. This yeah. is this is getting stupid. And yeah. then you start making mistakes that you don't want to be making. Sure, when you're right? Because you're so. getting tired. Right. right. Yeah. You cut a finger off. You know. <laughs> right. Like a base playing community or a Facebook group? Oh man, there's there there's so many out there. It's, <laughs> it's a it's, Facebook community for they, like, yeah. Newburn basis. No, I don't know. Well, Newburn has at least that I know of like two musician uh, places on Facebook. Uh, that in in the the talent here in this town is is stupid good. Yeah. It's really really good. Um, and yeah, so there is man like. Uh, Bass Players United is, is something massive. It's, it's a global thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have big people in those groups as well. So you have like accomplished uh, musicians and bassists that are in those groups. So. Who's probably like the most recognizable bass player? Because like, all right, as an example, like the, when I listen to bands where I know band members, mm -hmm. I'm usually thinking of the vocalist. Right. Maybe sometimes like a lead guitarist or something. But who are some like well-known bass players um oh my gosh so the the one i met day before yesterday uh tim lefebvre he is a is he's a he's a world genius he's played with like uh david bowie toto and like those oh, okay guys, I, yeah guys. i was getting at like what right. bands like people are from okay yeah got right. it so that 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 guy and and there's so many unsung heroes too that you you listen yeah. to them but yeah. they're not the people on stage they're not the um, and if they are, they're somewhere where it's dark, you know, and that's, yeah. that's most of those guys are like that, but you have like Tony Levin who played for name it, everybody in, in England. Um, Tim, like I said, I mean, you have, um, other, obviously Sting is a phenomenal basis, Paul McCartney, but like if you, those so, are like so legends. Like, so, <clears throat> so Paul McCartney was the basis. Yeah. He was the basis for, for the Beatles. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. That guy can play anything. Uh, he, he does. He does. Yeah, he can play. He actually is a, he plays the drums in one of the songs for the Foo Fighters, which is kind of ironic because they have two drummers. Hmm. Um, the he, Foo Fighters have two drummers. Yeah, well, uh, you have uh, Taylor Hawkins, who's the drummer, and then Dave Grohl, who's the singer, but he was the drummer in Nirvana. Right, right. A phenomenal uh, drummer. Hmm. But then they call Paul McCartney, and like I think it was Concrete and Gold. Uh, they did a, I think it's called Sunday Rain, the song, and it's Paul McCartney playing the drums. It is a legit track. Yeah, like, I, they, I, that, that must be freaky for, I mean, for the Foo Fighters there to actually have a Beatle. A, right. Who, know, who, I mean, play with, you know. I would, I would pass out, man. I, I, saw, this, uh, I saw this clip of uh, Dave Grohl uh, doing a, a live, uh, well, Foo Fighters doing live, and there was this kid that... Uh, Oh yeah, Kiss Face, Kiss Guy. Was that what it was? Yeah, the it was guy. like a young kid, and he came up and he played the whole guitar. Right, Monkey Ranch, and he. That's what just, it was. Yeah, he, he, he blew it. it. He blew it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. It was like ten or something like that, and he had a full size like you know guitar, yeah. just like on stage yeah. in front of people. I mean, that's like that's and pretty he, bold. To he played a song that. from 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 note to note, like the <laughs> entire that. thing. Ripped a couple of solos. Meanwhile, in I'm here. I'm trying to like you know 
you know, play some Credence Clearwater like on my acoustic, you know, and I fail it, you know. That's that's what I call the the us mortals. Like I'm the same way. Like you see the 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 bass players that I'm reaching out to, that are legit bassists, and I see them playing, I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> right, they're not hobbyists. Right, I, right. They're, they're they're pro or they're you know they're they're right. they might be a local band, but you know they're they're making more than just like a side hobby right. career kind of thing out of this. Right. Yeah. Got it. And that's one thing that I want to do with whenever we create a platform, and there's no reason to wait because, you know, uh, internet is a beautiful thing. But it, it it's try to promote those guys that are local and that are at a very good level of, you know, they're great musicians. Try to promote them as well. So, like, you, you got to see Wick playing, man. Wick is, is unbelievable. That guy is yeah, a phenomenal. He is. He's the bipolar express guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, does he own Fuller's? Does he own Fuller's? No, he. Uh, well, I don't know if he owns part of it or not, but he. He works there, though. He works there, and and he's a luthier. Wick, w- right, but said? when you say Wick in this area, everybody knows. Like, so now luthier the is that the that, is that the technical term for like a guitar repair person or something? Right. So like, wickier. <laughs> uh, no, luthier. No, his name's Wick. Right. His name is luthier. James Wickline. Okay. He goes by Wick. Is a, Luthier is the, uh, for the, all those Luthiers out there, I'm sorry, I'm about to describe <laughs> you. I guess it's like the professional that that takes care of um, or, or repairs um, musical instruments in, in a professional something? way. Like, wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right, cool. yeah. Do you know uh, the Jim Kohler? Hmm. He, has, he has the Jim Kohler band. He works no. at Bowen, so he wouldn't know a Kohler. Right. Okay. <laughs> he, well, he does. Um, uh, he plays all over the place. But he has a blues band. And uh-huh. They do blues, and they got it's pretty much like open mic night at the Brown Pelican, right? And okay. They have like three different bass players that come up and stand in. Okay. And all that. And it is the rockin'est time. I mean, it is just it's Jim awesome. Collar. I, I if I, I don't recall him, but mm. yeah, like I said, man, there's some crazy talent in this little town. Yeah. It's it's. And the Brown Pelican is a great place to go do that, too. It's our favorite song. Yeah. You know why? Because I'm old, right? And the music's Butter. not too loud. <laughs> not too loud. <laughs> you know what? That's, that, okay. means, that means they have a good good um, sound system I like the, there. I forgot who I saw there that one time. We were, I, I like the Brown Pelican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. Nice. Yeah. yeah, they're great. It's cozy. Hey, man, so we're going to do a fun little game. It's called uh, oh, Poddex Lord. Interview Deck. It's actually... Uh, so I just picked these up. These are pretty cool. You might... Uh, if you start your, I'll tell you what. If you sure. start your interview thing with musicians, I'll get, I'll get you a deck. Okay, let's do it. So pick out, uh, pick out two cards. Pick a card, any two cards. Just two. Just two. Yeah. Don't see that. These are, uh, these are rant, these are random interview questions by oh, nice. deck. So. Shout, he's not sponsoring this, but uh, I talked to his name's Travis. I think he came out with these things. I cannot be more obsessed. With these pods. Well, that's decks. pretty legit. So I like it because it's like a deck of cards. Yeah. I use it as the pick a card. Other people use it differently. Um, but yeah, so it's it's designed for podcasters uh, or any person that interviews anyone really. But these are a whole bunch of questions. And so I think it's so we did this last week. I thought it was kind of fun. So the first one, here, I'll give you the other one to uh, Oh nice. To ask. So okay, so first question is when were your parents most disappointed in you? These are heavy questions, you know? Does it, can, can they, oh gosh, do they have to be one? Well, I think you could, like, make, like, a fun, like, I mean, 
most disappointed. You can make it deep, but I like I would have an answer for that that's like fun and goofy, you know what I mean? But um Yeah, so you could go like deep therapy or you could go right. like fun and goofy. Fun and goofy. Uh, I don't know. Uh I guess um I guess ninth grade, um I I I discovered uh, a lot of girls, I guess, in school. <laughs> and uh I and I, I, I skipped class. Your wife's watching. Right. Well, it's been a long time. Yeah, okay. so. It was ninth grader. <laughs> uh, uh, and um, and I skipped a lot of class, and my grades showed that I was really not doing that. And then it's it's a different culture, so don't judge, okay? It's like I I, I, I took it out on my accounting because we took accounting in, in, in middle school. Accounting? Accounting, yeah. In middle Were you middle in Venezuela still yeah, at the time? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow, yeah. That's weird. Which I'm glad we did. It was it was yeah, oh, it was yeah. great. That's a life. At the time, yeah. I hated it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but then I took it on the You're teacher. Like, and in first grade, I was taking chemistry and like, <laughs> right, <laughs> like just crazy stuff. I took it on the teacher who was an awesome dude. I just I just didn't like the class, and I deflated all four tires in his car and I got kicked out of school for three days. For that, that basically sounds like, you know, Patriot season. So, uh, that was a good question. I haven't thought about that in a very yeah. long time. For me, it was probably actually, I used to play saxophone mm-hmm. and, uh, I used to kind of be like into other instruments, but like my dad was super like, you're quitting saxophone. It was like, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, cause he didn't play it at all. Like he wanted me to play. I like, I played in a band, like, mm-hmm. you know, it was like a school band. I played in like a couple like choruses and stuff, and then it was like, I was like, yeah, I want to sell because I want to get a car. So I sold. It was like a really nice saxophone, so I sold it so I get myself a Beater Subaru wagon. But I just I had lost it. You know, I was a teenager. At right, that point. you I just lost interest. interest in it. Right, you know? so right. I'm not gonna ask Dave because this is like this is a little too deep for Dave. So I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna you know require Dave to answer the question. So what what's on your? Uh, uh, mine is, mine says if you were to come back as a different person or thing, what would it be? If you die and were to come back. If I were to come back, yeah. as a person, what would it be? Does it have to be a person? It says person or thing. Oh, person or a thing. Um, See, I don't mind. That's a good one. Um, I think I would come back. I don't know. That's a good one. I think I would come back as a as a like legit bass player, like a, like somebody that can go play in like Wembley or like. You know the the O two stadium, something like that. Yeah. That would be that would be my dream come true. Cool, man. Yeah, I would come back as if it was a person. I would come back as uh, Matt Parkman from Heroes. He could read minds. It's, I, I find that I think that is the most powerful superpower. I don't know. Um, you, if, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to. You read don't minds. right. You well, he also had mind control disgusting. though. He also had mind control, so he could basically oh. just make you do whatever you want. They you know, he you. he could. He could get me access to any building I want or right. wherever I want, you know I mean, or have someone hand over money or whatever. I mean, it's just, it isn't about necessarily reading mine. It's also about controlling the mind as well. Right, so, right. If I had to come back as a thing, it would be a Mogwai. What? From the Gremlins movie. Oh, okay. The, 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 the Furby. For, He's taking the movie references, which always go right over my head. Right. Every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's interesting. What about you, Captain Dave? What would you come back as? Um... No, I come back as myself, and that probably sounds kind of. Um, um, <laughs> hey man, you, you're mystical, right? Well, narcissistic. Well, you're. Or thing, I come back as a bird. I mean, I love to watch birds soar and everything. I think that'd be the that most awesome cool, yeah. thing to be able to do. You know, 
being a bugger. So, yeah. so when I was at uh, it, this question made me think about when I was at uh, when I was at Best Buy for a while. I think I might have told you I worked there for like twelve years. Interviewing for a new store, uh, we used to ask all the candidates because it was a brand new store. We were trying to create a fun culture, and so we asked every person that we hired in. We said, "Okay, last question." If you could be any kind of animal, what kind of animal would you want to be and why? <laughs> and we were giving a prize to the person that came up with the best answer. The best answer went to this like 75-year-old guy. Uh, I forget his name, but he said, I would want to be a pigeon. And we were like, why a pigeon? They were like, so I could fly around and poop over all the people I don't like. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. It was like that just, that took. You know, it was like, it was so out of. But the probably world. it's a delivery too, because seventy. You know, when you. Uh, it was a delivery. Yeah. That, that rate, that the H range is kind of like. Yeah, it wasn't just a like, pigeon. Right. It's like it, they, they got a torn. issues now. No, I mean, I think he's got a point. I mean, you can basically fly around doing that on people you don't like, and they'll be like. They'll probably consider good luck too. Is it still good luck here? The Portuguese consider good luck. Okay, if you get, so, if you get pooped right. on, yeah, yeah, same thing. So that's the same way. So good luck. I, I don't know. I'm only half Portuguese. I shouldn't even say that. I'm probably disrespecting other Portuguese people. But hey, man, it's in your uh, blood. It was like a running joke that we had. But maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. But some people consider it good luck. I guess. Who, uh, who's who's your favorite uh, podcaster? Since you're like into this podcasting thing is that something you know i've only like recently got into podcasting like maybe like three months ago so i used to never listen to podcasts mm -hmm. i've actually had tr i've been trying to listen to podcasts over the years but i never found one that i liked i gotcha um i was getting sorry to some of my friends but i was getting tired of listening to radio i was getting tired of listening to my same itunes playlist mm -hmm. and so i was like people were like oh you gotta listen to podcasts but this was like four years ago where it was like it You're was right. just right they'd always been around but it was like just starting to get popular been listening to podcasts for 10 years yeah okay yeah leading edge yeah beginning. okay actually matter of fact so then dave gave me a recommendation for what's the one you love listening to it's leo twit it's this week in technology i okay. could not listen to it. it it just i've listened to four different episodes it's bored me to death they talk a lot about like the the lawmaking and political side of tech and it just was boring me to hell mm -hmm. um you swear that there's like it i was thought it was interesting because i was like oh i can get into like What's new stuff coming out? And I never heard any of it. Right. But they go. They have a whole. They, they do video along with it, so you can actually watch it if you like to watch Talking Heads. But they do it this week in Google, this week in technology, this week in Apple. That I got gotcha. you. They focus in on everything. And, That's uh, pretty nice. So to keep up on TWIT. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I. So then I, I kept looking around. So this is basically what's on my podcast um, library now. So uh, today I'm listening to the Office Ladies. Oh yeah, um, you. Yeah, I saw. I saw your comment. I'm. This is probably the one I'm most obsessed with. Office They're, ladies. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm most obsessed with the Office Ladies. Never heard of that one. Yeah, so it's um, it's, it's all about Jenna the Fisher, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. And then, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's the it's two of the it's the person that played Pam and the person that played Angela from the Office show. Oh, okay. Which ended back in like 2014, oh, yeah, I think. The Office, yeah. Um, well, what they're doing is every week they go over. A play-by-play -play of the episode like behind the scenes stuff oh, okay. so like they started off with the pilot episode like the downsizing one this week they talked about hot girl which mm -hmm. was the season one ender but they talk a lot about a lot of like 
how some of the improv thing worked, like with Steve right, Carell, like right. some of his stuff was improv, some mm-hmm. of it wasn't. It, but it's hilarious listening to the and two they're of funny. Them. And those two chicks are incredibly. funny. They're really, really funny with it. And they, it's super engaging. It's like a forty. So that one, I'm but that one's the one I'm like mostly obsessed with, and like I really tune into it. Like I listen every right. word. Right. Um, I love uh, locally. Shout out to Newburn now, by the way. So Wendy Card has newburnnow.com. She has a podcast uh, every other Thursday. I listen to the John Taffer No Excuses podcast. That is a fantastic podcast. A lot of celebrities are doing podcasts mm-hmm. now. Oh, yeah. um, you know, Dr. if their TV show is kind of like ending, it's kind of like okay, let me get into the podcast world now. Right. Um, this old house just came out with one called Clear Story, um, which is kind of cool. So like every week they go into like a different part of like. Uh, a couple weeks ago, it was all about Windows, like the evolution of Windows. Oh wow! So they they talk about the evolution of home building, basically. So that, um, so now we know what you're into because if lawmaking on technology does not put you to sleep or put you to sleep, that would just that would knock put you me to out. sleep. Yeah, that yeah. would knock me out. Yeah, yeah the Windows? lawmaking technology. Wow. This is you like have, you have you have this American Life, which is the oldest. I mean, literally, it goes back like 14 years. Uh huh. And it's the most popular podcast in, in the world. Hmm. This American Life. Yeah, this American Life. Yeah, it's a I public, check it public out. radio type of thing. NPR. So NPR. then a couple other notables. Um, I listen to Hate Indie Filmmakers. Uh, it's with this guy Griffin. Um, he, did you ever maybe watch the documentary of Sriracha? It's on Netflix now. Um, I started watching it a while back. I think it was like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's about the, the you mean the the spicy sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Think yeah. I, I think so he made a documentary about Sriracha. Um, and now it's on Netflix. It's popular, but uh, but anyway, so he was the he was the guy that filmed it, and so he has a podcast. Uh, I also listen to just recently. I started listening to Social Media Marketing with Mike Stelzner of Social Media Examiner. Social Media Examiner is like one of the largest websites, you know, all related to social media marketing. And um, Barbara Corkin just started her own podcast called Eight Eight Barbara. It's yeah, kind of interesting. Doctor Phil did too. Oh, Doctor Phil did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's really good. I might listen to him. I'm not like a huge Phil guy, but uh, and the last one is the Indie Mogul podcast. It's just another. Oh, okay. uh, it's another filmmaking uh, right. podcast. Right. So. I'm, I'm the 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 one that I listen to religiously is, is Joe Rogan. I think. Oh, I tried to listen to him. I, yeah, Joe, I yeah, I, his. You know what the problem? Well, go, go ahead. What do you like about him? It, that that is, there's no such thing as the same. It, there's not a, a theme, and. He does such a good job, like understanding what he's about to go talk to, uh, or talk about. And and that guy is so well versed in so many different topics. Sure. And if he doesn't, this is the thing. It's like you get a lot of people that are like uh, trying to push their knowledge through the media. He's like, you know, if he doesn't know something, he's okay not knowing. It. Yeah, you know, got it. Uh, I'm gonna try to push his intelligence over yours. Yeah, I've tried to listen to a couple of his episodes. The reason I can't is uh, it's like two hours long. Oh yeah, and more. And like it depends who he's got there. Cursing too. I, I just I, I don't need to hear the f bomb every. You know, yeah, right. yeah. I, I'm. Yeah, you're right. Like there is there's some people that are like just oh my goodness. For me, it's just the length. Her. Like most of the podcasts I listen to are about forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. So my ride in is like. 15 minutes so mm-hmm. i might listen to half of it on the way in and then a couple minutes here right and i'll listen to the remainder on the way home mm-hmm. so every day i kind of get an episode of each of these things which pretty much come out once a week mm-hmm. if i was listening to that for two a two hour one and he does it more than once a week i think right 
Yeah. Or is it once a week? Every day. It's he, every day. He, he has one every yeah, day. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't keep up with it. I guess is my point. Oh, no. I couldn't keep up with it's it. It's unreal. So... It's unreal. Like he's got. It's it's such a good. Uh, to me, it is like. So I, I I can listen. It takes me a week to listen to one basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Actually, to be honest with you, I'll probably will. You know, I'm gonna give it another go because I I like the content. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the length. Right. But I just got Wi-Fi hooked up in my workshop mm-hmm. at home. Um, oh, that's a great way to do it. Yeah, yeah and so so as I'm just tinkering around on projects, uh, you know, I'll try and give it a listen because I might be in there for like an hour. Right. And uh, it's just kind of like mindless stuff happening in the background, pretty right. much. But I might pick up something that was kind of interesting. Um, and that guy on YouTube too, Marcus Brownlee. Oh, so he just started one, but is it? Does he actually have it uh, posted yet? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, 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 do you listen? It's Marcus no, Brownlee. Mar- Marcus Brownlee. MKBHD. Yeah. These guys. So he's um, so popular. It's crazy. So actually, my buddy, um, oh man, what was his name? Hot Apple, Jaden Bryant. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a YouTuber uh, in, from the Havelock area. Marcus Brownlee, you said. Yeah, Marcus M-A-R-Q. Brownlee is the. Um, M-A-R-Q. Yeah, he he's not from New Bern. Um, By the way, why don't we get his um, website up on? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So hit uh, uh, Command Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to check out more of Javier's work and his products there, um, you can head over to Cinebase Amp, or Cinebus Amp. It's S-I-N-O-B-A-S-A-M-P dot com. There you go. Um, Thanks for the shout out. What, what was that? I was like, dot com. Was it Yahoo.com you used yeah. to say that or something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Cinebus uh, Amp dot com. And uh, you can check out the different products, uh, the different types of amps. So you make basically four or five amps, right? So talk about that while we have your website up. Uh, we, we make uh, basically from 112s to 410s. That's what we have standard. But uh, the, the third thing that all bass players talked about is because they look the same. We're 100% customizable. So if you need something that, is, that, is, that you don't see in, in other vendors or something spe- specifically that you specific that you want we can definitely build it okay yeah because i do notice your the little insignia on it sometimes it's kind of like scripty and sometimes it's more of the sans serif right right so, so we so some people wanted one or the other yeah uh, basically this the logo is the uh is the exo font um which i i just love it and uh that was more for like if you wanted to do something more industrial looking okay that's, but people like seem to gravitate more towards the the script one yeah well you know not to not kind of compare but almost you know mine's like the you know like pvms you know like it has that kind of like crazy graffiti artistic kind of uh yeah it does you know writing and that, that's what that kind of reminds me it almost reminds me of like graffiti-ish artistic script it's funny because that's, that's just my handwriting that's pretty good though, man. I like that. Instead of choosing a font, you just had a little script. Oh, so that, that's, so that's the Luthier guy, huh? That's 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 Wick. Wick, right Wick line. Yeah, he's the man. He's I recognize the man. him now. You do? Right. <laughs> now you recognize. You recognize him by the beard, not the name. He's an awesome dude. <laughs> yeah. He's an and that's Connor right there. That's so those awesome. are some of your clients. That's those are the two artists that we're we're sponsoring 100. percent Yeah. And uh, so basically, we're providing them with equipment. Um, and so that's the two one by fifteens that he's up against. So those were the first the first ones that we uh, brought to him in Asheville. Um, there's a two ten and a one fifteen, um, but those were more like, hey man, like, more like a handshake. This is what we do, and you know, play them, you know. Um, and then, but he gave us some really good feedback about you know life on the road. It really helped us out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so then we gave them. There's another. There's some pictures on on Instagram that, of the ones that we gave them. They're like yellow tweed. They're beautiful. Oh, and you know the, what I think it is. You're not in the. Uh, you can't oh, I gotta be. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta yeah, click back. Right. Yeah, my bad. So, sorry about that. Javi. No, no worries. I don't know what you were doing, but sure. I was trying to. I was trying to swing back to your oh, okay, uh, cool. your camera. Okay. Since you were kind of like talking a little more than just uh, dialogue. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, so yeah, those are the ones that we made. But then he gave me exactly what he wanted. We built him exactly what he wanted. What he wanted. And yeah. You can you can find that in Instagram. Cool, cool. Yeah. So check out Javier um, Javier's company, uh, Cinnabus Amp. So again, it's S I N O B A S A M P, and that handle is pretty good for both Facebook, Instagram, and your website. Correct. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you either just got to do dot com or slash right Cinnabus Amp. Uh, on your favorite social media network and you'll find him there so go ahead and give him a follow go ahead and check him out awesome and uh what's are we in the 20th okay so next week uh we have no guest actually no i might do a podcast by myself we have no guest uh since it's the day before thanksgiving um i didn't want to put anybody in a position where they you know might have to cancel uh so december we have a full lineup minus the last week for christmas but in December, we have a few guests coming up. Um, let me just quickly, uh, let's see here. I know I got them in my calendar here. I believe it is, oh, actually, uh, so December 4th, we have Rachel from Bear City Fudge coming. Nice. Rachel, if you're listening, I do require that you bring some uh, Some snacks. samples. So um, yeah. that, that'll be it. And if not, you're right across the street, so we can go get some. So. Uh, yeah, so we got Beer City Fudge coming up. We also have Joey Jones, uh, writer, coming up in uh, December. Um, and then we have a couple guests coming up in January as well. So we're taking uh, guests for the end of January right now is what we're booking. So if you're interested in, there's no charge, becoming a guest here, chatting with us, just like Javier did today, uh, hit me up. Uh, more than glad to, uh, to have you on. So otherwise, uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Dude, thank you so much. That was a lot of fun. For sure, man. Let me just hit this. uh... That was a whole lot of fun.